Hi, and welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the self-compassion episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so that they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. Now, in the last episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the My Love is Leaving episode, I talked about using self-compassion when getting through a breakup. Well, I'm devoting this entire episode to self-compassion. I will be taking you through a meditative process to help you learn more about self-compassion a little later on in the show. So be mindful if you're driving or multitasking that I will be asking you to close your eyes and will be guiding you through the process. So try to give yourself the time and space you need that won't cause any distractions. So what is this self-compassion thing all about? Well, in her book, Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself, world-renowned expert Kristen Neff, who I had the pleasure of attending one of her workshops, says there are three components to self-compassion. The first component is being kind to yourself as you would someone you love and care about. You know, we tend to be a lot harder on ourselves than we are on others. Say, for example, you know, if I see someone I care about or even a total stranger fall and scrape their knee, I'm all empathetic, concerned and whatnot, you know, asking like, are you okay? Wow, that must have really hurt. And then when I scrape my knee, I'm like, oh man, what an idiot. What the hell was I thinking? I beat myself up. Well, there's so many ways we beat ourselves up, either verbally, emotionally, or both. And I'm sure you can think of some ways you do it. The second component to self-compassion is recognizing the common humanity when you're suffering. Understanding that you are not alone in times of pain, struggle, or suffering. You know, millions of people are suffering as you listen to this podcast. And suffering is also relative. You know, I had, I had a couple that I was seeing at their home. The wife was in another room when her husband and I heard her scream. We ran to see what was wrong, only to find out that the store sent her the wrong napkins for a gathering she was hosting. Now, it's easy to get into judgment here, yet my point is that was a moment of suffering for her. So again, suffering is relative. And the third component, Neff says, is mindfulness, having the awareness of when you're suffering, struggling, or in pain, and be kind to yourself. Love yourself. I was somewhat aware of self-compassion, but it wasn't until about six years ago or so that I really got it. I attended a workshop Kristen Neff did at the ACBS conference, the Association for Contextual Behavioral Science conference in Seattle. And I have to say that this experience absolutely changed my outlook, my relationships, my practice, and my life, really. And I have to say that we don't <laughs> we don't have a whole lot of role models when it comes to self-compassion, right? I mean, most of us are taught to be kind and compassionate to others, but not so much towards ourselves. And for some reason, that part gets left out. 
And there are some who would even consider self-compassion as being selfish. Well, it's not. It's being self-aware and taking care of ourselves. When we put all of our energy and compassion into others and neglect ourselves, well, there's something wrong with that picture, right? In order for me to truly love and be there for someone else, I have to love myself, have compassion for myself. And the problem with loving ourselves, though, is that it's hard. (laughs) We're not used to it, and for the most part, we don't even think about it. That's why self-compassion takes a lot of practice. I mean a lot. You know, most of us have this subconscious pattern of being hard on ourselves that we've been doing for most of our lives, and it's hard to change. I've been practicing self-compassion for years, and I still struggle with it at times, yet I'm certainly in a much better place in my life now than I was before I started practicing. So how can self-compassion help in relationship? Well, in relationship, when you are aware of your moments of suffering, struggle, and emotional pain, and have compassion for that part of you, and take care of yourself without depending on your spouse or partner to take care of you, imagine how empowering that could be for you and how liberating that could be for your spouse or partner. Now, that's not to say that you don't allow your spouse or partner to support you when you're struggling. That can be really helpful. Self-compassion is about taking responsibility for your difficult feelings and taking care of yourself. Let go of judgment, be kind to yourself, say to yourself what you would say to someone you care about who's going through the same thing you're going through. Whether you're feeling hurt by something your spouse or partner said, feeling disappointed, feeling bad about yourself, or even if your lover says it's over, understand that all of your feelings are valid. Let yourself feel them and have compassion for yourself. That's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. Now, I mentioned taking you through a self-compassion exercise that I learned from Kristen Neff that will hopefully give you a better idea of how it works. Please practice this exercise in a place where you can close your eyes and where you will not be distracted. And please, please do not drive while listening to this meditation, okay? All right. So here we go. So I invite you now to just get comfortable in a seated position or lying down, whatever works for you. And if you feel comfortable, close your eyes. And I invite you to take like three deep, slow breaths, breathing in a sense of relaxation on the exhale, letting go of all of your concerns for right now. They'll be there when you come back. Just three deep, long breaths. After your third exhale, just find your way back to your regular way of breathing, your natural breath. And notice your natural inflow of breath and your natural outflow of breath. Notice when you're breathing in and when you're breathing out. And 
And as you notice your inhale and exhale, notice where you feel your breath in your body. Could be the rising fall of your chest or belly, could be in your throat, nostrils, your mouth. Just notice where you feel your breath in your body. Understanding that your breath and your body only know the present moment. So it's a great way to get present. And as you notice your breath in your body, notice your body beginning to respond as you start to let go of the tension in your body. Tension is your body's way of protecting itself and you can let your body know that it's okay to let go right now, to relax your neck and shoulders, arms and hands, sinking down, relaxing the muscles in your back, your hips, your buttocks, the backs of your legs, down to your heels and the bottoms of your feet, and bringing awareness to your face as you release the tension in your face, starting with your forehead, bring a sense of softness into your eyes, your cheeks, unclench your jaw, relaxing your mouth, your lips, your tongue, and your throat. Moving down to your chest, letting go of the tension in your chest. And sinking down as you bring a sense of softness to your heart. And imagine that softness pouring down into your stomach, down into your lower belly, down into your thighs, your knees, down to your ankles, tops of your feet, toes, and to the bottoms of your feet once again. So now with your body a little more relaxed, hopefully your mind a little more calm, I invite you to bring to mind something that you're going through that brings up some difficult feelings for you bringing in the details of the situation without getting too caught up in them, just bring that situation to mind. And as you think about this situation, notice what feelings are coming up for you. Could be a mixture of feelings, could be a really strong feeling. Just take a moment to notice what you're feeling when you think about this difficult situation you're in. And as you notice these feelings, see if you can find the one that stands out the most, the strongest emotion. And as you identify the strongest emotion, notice where you feel this difficult emotion in your body. And if you can reach, place one or both of your hands on that part of your body where you feel this difficult emotion. And if you can't reach, just place your hands on your heart. And as you bring a sense of touch to your body, to that part where you feel that difficult emotion, bringing in a sense of comfort that you would offer someone that you care about. Bring that sense of comforting touch to yourself. And with that comfort of your touch, say something to yourself like, oh man, I'm 
so sorry you're going through this right now. I know this is really hard for you. I'm sorry, this is so, so hard. Say whatever you would want someone to say to you that would comfort you. Bringing in comforting words and the comfort of your touch. And just notice what happens to that part of your body where you're feeling this difficult emotion. Is it increasing, getting stronger, or is it starting to fade, or maybe it's still the same? Just sit with it, bringing that sense of comfort from your touch and your words, and just notice what happens. And even if it's starting to fade just a little bit, I invite you now to, if you haven't done so already, place one or both of your hands on your heart. And this time I invite you to just feel inside your body the energy that tells you that you are alive, that you are in this moment right now top of your head to your fingertips down to the tips of your toes and bringing this sense of comfort to your heart for your entire body I invite you to say the following words to yourself as I say them out loud may I be safe may I be peaceful May I be kind to myself. And may I accept myself just as I am right now. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. And may I accept myself just as I am right now. And this time I invite you to say, I am safe. I am peaceful. I am being kind to myself. And I accept myself just as I am right now. So with the comfort of those words and the comfort of your touch on your heart, I invite you to open up to the truth that we all suffer and that you were not alone in your suffering. And yet, even in the midst of our suffering, there's still room for peace and calm in our hearts. So with that truth, I invite you to bring to mind one thing that you're grateful for in this moment. It can be anything at all, big or small or in between. Allow that gratitude into your heart. And with gratitude and with compassion for yourself, for all that you've been through and all that you go through each and every day. Breathing in that compassion and gratitude for yourself. And 
And on the exhale, release your hands and imagine sending compassion out to others, and especially those who are challenging, understanding that we all need compassion. So I invite you now to once again bring your awareness back to your breath. Notice when you're breathing in and breathing out. Feeling your breath in your body. Feeling your body's presence in the room that you're in. And when you're ready, slowly, gently open up your eyes. And once you open up, take a look around. Notice what you see in the room you're in. And feel your body's awareness, stretching, moving fingers, toes, whatever you need to do. So hopefully now you have a better idea of how self-compassion works. I suggest practicing this self-compassion meditation often and continue to practice, practice, practice. And you can find some really great free resources on self-compassion by visiting Kristen Neff's website, selfcompassion.org. That's self with a hyphen, compassion.org. All right, well, that was quite an episode, huh? That's going to do it for this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the self-compassion episode. I'm Bill Simpson. Thank you for listening and taking time to be kind to yourself, to learn and grow, to be a better you for you and in relationship. And listen, if you're having any challenges in your relationship or have a comment or suggestion about the show or want to join my email list, please email me at bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. That's bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. Now, there's a little word, three letters long, that can absolutely destroy a relationship. It's spelled E-G-O, ego. Please join me for the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the let go of your ego episode. And until then... Keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.